0: Good afternoon. I have Des with me. Hi, Des. Would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Um, okay. My name is Des Tong. Um, I'm. I can't believe it to say this, but I'm an author, um, and also I'm a musician, which is my background. Um, I grew up playing music. My dad was a, a pianist, and I used to play with him when I was 12 years old. Uh, and I've worked in the entertainment industry of sorts ever since. Um, and during lockdown, um, found that I was going to do, I, I saw a guy who never sits around doing nothing. And so I decided um, I was going to write a book, <laughs> um, which developed and developed. And I got really stuck into it and ended up, writing five books <laughs> um so it, yes uh, it, it, it was something I never ever had on my to-do list um I love reading books I love um I love crime books I love people like Michael Connolly um I love Joe Nesbo um I love Donna Leon uh, because she can be a real sort of relaxing read after you know after reading the joan esbo which is really gritty at times um and as i say it it wasn't really um on, on my to-do list but um it all came about because uh, i was working on local tv in birmingham um and i devised a program where myself and a drummer called bev bevan bev bevan was with the move and electric light orchestra, and we drove around Birmingham. I drove the car, and we talked about all the old venues, and the pubs, and the clubs, and the musos, and the stories, and 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 everything. And it was we did three programs. Um, it, we 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 actually did it all in one day, um, and but we we got three programs out of it. And it became the most watched um, show on, on the on the channel because it hit a spot. Nostalgia. Everybody loved what we were talking about. They identified. People would stop me in the street and say, Wow, that program you did. I I met my wife in that club. Uh, you know, and I used to go to that pub and oh, I knew that band and, and everything. So it got me thinking about the nostalgia side of it um and the stories. And somebody said, what about writing a, a book about the show? But th- there are people in Birmingham who've, who've done that. So I thought to myself, because the the, the actual research would have been horrendous. Um, so I thought, well, why not take those memories and, and all those anecdotes you hear and all those urban myths that you hear, um, throw them all into a big box, shock them around, turn them upside down, and then create three characters and write a story. So that's what I did. Um, and when I finished it, uh, there was, um, I, I I play with a band called Sad Cafe, um, from uh, originally from Manchester. And one of our fans who I met, and when I got talking to her, she said, I asked her what she did and she said, oh, I'm a proofreader hello nice.
2: so i
1: said to her you know told her about the book and she said send it to me i'd love to read it so she got straight back to me she said des i love it i absolutely love it I, i'm there i'm with you i know what you're talking about i'm in that the club you're talking about i'm there with you i know it so she said you've got to do another one and so what i'd done was um, at the end of the first one which is called uh, whatever it takes babe And we added the babe on the end because Andrew Spark, who's my publisher, said that um, Amazon in particular don't like similar names, similar titles. So you've got to have like a unique title. So we added the babe on the end. And it's actually the catchphrase of one of the characters who says it anyway. Um, And so uh, the ending was... It's an ending but there's also an opening for book two. So, as I say, it was in lockdown, and suddenly I was into it, and I couldn't stop. And so um, I really got into the characters. Um, And it's funny because a lot of my friends who bought the book um, assume, because I've said it's based in Birmingham, um, and that's where I live, but... It's not. Um, it could be anywhere, and 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 the thing is, it it starts off in like the night, the late nineteen sixties, early nineteen seventies, which is when I, uh, my uh, formative years in in music industry were. So obviously, I was there. Was lots going, massive amounts going on in in, in those years, um, and and so many stories and so many episodes, and but. Um, I wasn't in Birmingham in the late 60s, early 70s. I grew up in Manchester. So some of the characters and some of the places um, could be anywhere because the girl who read it was from Liverpool and she identified with it as well. And some other people are from Newcastle and they've identified with it. And it was just that time when you used to get the gangsters in the clubs and you used to get the... The bands in the clubs you know it was an amazing time to be a musician because you could play seven nights a week and and so that was the atmosphere i tried to put over the fact that i said it it was in birmingham it's a bit like the archers um the archers say that they're in ambridge but there's no such place as ambridge And, and and but they talk about going up to birmingham So that's what I did. I used Birmingham as like a focus, but but in actual fact, all the little places I talk about are out of here, out of mine. So uh, I suppose that's a bit of a long introduction, really, isn't
0: it? (laughs) That's perfect. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) You've already already answered one of my first questions, so that's
1: good. No, as I say, I grew up um, playing... In the the late 60s, um, early 70s, I started off um, playing soul music um, and I was in a band and we used to back American acts who came over, people like Fontella Bass um, who had a track called Rescue Me and also um, Inez and Charlie Fox who who did um, a track called Mockingbird uh, and we went round the clubs um, backing them and then I got introduced to a band from Liverpool called The Chance, Um, And they were looking for uh, a bass player, which is what I am, and somebody to direct the, the, the bands that they played with, or the, the orchestras. So I accepted that. Uh, the first month I was with them, we went to Brussels and did a month there. And then we came back, and then we went to Majorca and did a month there. And then we went to Germany and went around the bases so that was my sort of grounding in 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 uh, as a museo um but then um i got into uh, touring around with um people like real thing and uh, a singer called jimmy helms and we were on the road constantly i mean i i can't believe when i look back and 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 see how many miles we used to do and we used to do ridiculous things we would drive from manchester to south end and play a gig and drive home the same night uh because that's what you did you know i mean you didn't stay in, in hotels or anything you you just you just drove back and then um and then i got into session playing uh and i i uh, i played on the uh, the match men single uh which um I've got a silver disc for, and I produced Damien, the Time Warp, which I'm sure that uh, everybody's had a dance to at one point. And I've, I've got a, I've got a, I'm looking at it now. I've got a silver disc on the wall for doing that. Um, and I work with, oh, you know, I mean, it, 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 you as a session player, you, you didn't really, you, you don't sort of concentrate on one thing. You, you play it with everything. You Know because because you earn your living doing that, uh, Lisa Stansfield and people like that I worked with, and in, in, in early days, and um, and then I got um, I got offered uh, to play on Sac Cafe's album in 1981, um, Olay, and that led to me being asked to tour with them, um, and from that, we never really stopped, um, and 42 years later, uh, we're still playing. And and this Saturday we're at um, the Sunshine Festival in uh, in Worcester. Um, and the funny thing was, we, we were booked to play on the Sunday um, and we got a message from the promoter to say that um, Gilbert O'Sullivan was on on the Saturday and he'd specifically asked if we would go on before him because he was a big fan. Wow. Gilbert O'Sullivan. Nice. So, um, so we're doing that on the Saturday. Uh, we we were in uh, this amazing place last weekend, uh, Farmer Phil's Festival, which is in Shrewsbury, uh, and well, it was outside Shrewsbury, beautiful um, area where we were, um, and the rain held off, and it was it was absolutely fantastic. So, yeah, we're really 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 busy at the minute. Um, but from the perspective of the books it was like it was a bug i couldn't stop and and i really got into the characters and um i got very devious with some of the characters um i you know i remember one of my friends who who used to proofread for me and um she rang me up and she said I don't believe it. You've just killed him. And I said, well, yeah, we had to go. And she said, yeah, but he was one of my favourites. I said, I know, but he had to go. And she went, yeah, okay. I'll give you that. He did. (laughs) And, and so, you know, it was, and, and also the beauty of, of say, you know, using the laptop is that, um, I'd say, for instance, there's like a, a, an episode. I think it's in book. I think it's in book two. Um, and I've I've when I've got to book four. Something comes up, and I've been able to link it back. Because you know, because it's it's not they're not published yet, from from the first one is, but two to five aren't. And so, I've, I've reading through, I thought to myself, "I re- yes, that happened then." So I've 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 linked it. It's subtle, and you know, it's one of those things. If you if you read it, you probably won't well, you won't get it the first time. But if you get to book four, then you'll think, "Oh, hang on a minute, I remember that." Uh, and and so you know, I've got sort of cheeky and devious uh, <laughs> putting things in. And clues and and also I love um uh, what's and cleves who writes um Vera uh, and also um the uh um Endeavour and Morse. Um I actually met Colin Dexter, um a r- wonderful, wonderful guy, dry as a bone, um love lovely guy. But he has a way, there's that many red herrings flying about. You know, you usually think within the first five or ten minutes. Ah, no, no, who's done that? No chance, because he's going to really send you down the river. And and I, you know, I've taken those sort of uh, ideas and 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 really sort of twisted it round and and dropped something that you would not expect. And I try and you know, I try and make, make some of the endings like that. You know that you know you don't see it coming. Hey, you know, I'm sure you do yourself.
0: Yeah. I love it. From being a musician, so then writing like that is quite amazing. You know, it takes some people years to sort of get that skill, and you just seem to have picked it up, and it's just amazing. I love it.
1: It's listen. It's <laughs> there's nobody more surprised than me. Um, <laughs> it's it's it, the one thing I'm coming to terms with is that the um, authors are, are are they're a wonderful bunch of people. They're incredibly helpful. Um, I met some lovely people. I, I, I was the the guest where, where I met you at the at the the, um, the show in Birmingham and uh, and Andrew Spark, who's my publisher invited me down as a guest um, to to speak on that little panel that we, we did. Um, but the one thing I picked up one up, up on was that everybody was so friendly um and uh, like Dawn Torrance, she's been so helpful you know she you ask her a question and and she's straight away and she'll send you a load of information that that um you know quite often in the music industry people are very cagey and you know they they don't they don't really give too much away but but in in terms of uh, the authors it's it's been fantastic i mean I, I had experience of that before i even got into writing when um i used to follow a few people um on on twitter and um there was a, a a guy, Peter James. I think it was Peter James. Well, this guy, this, this guy wrote about um, Birmingham, and he had a um, a whole sequence talking about the, the city. And he mentioned the Custard Factory. Um, quite a few people said, "What a weird name," to, but it's actually a place. And and he was he was talking about that, and I sent him a message and said like, yeah, I live in Birmingham, and it's it was the Bird's Custom Factory, you know, is it actually a, it's a real place. Um, and there was a guy called Simon Toyn, um, who wrote.
0: Uh, <laughs> oh, you met him. Yeah, he's doing my event in uh, Brighton in October, actually. Right.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, I was sitting on the train, uh, and this, and this was while I was at um, local TV. I was coming home, and directly opposite me was a woman reading his book. And so I, I, I sent him a tweet, and I said, "I'm, I'm on the train, uh, and I'm sitting opposite a lady who's reading your book, Sanctus, I think it was, reading your book." And he instantly replied, and he said, "Ask her if she'll have a photograph." So, so I leaned over and said, I said, "I'm, I'm really sorry about this, but." Uh, I'm actually talking on Twitter to the author of that book and I showed it to her and she went oh wow and I said he wants to know could I take a photograph of you in the with the book and she went of course so she sat and sitting there with his book and sent it back <laughs> to the, the moon you know. yeah but it's it's nice and um I think that sort of uh, uh friendliness uh, you know down to earth um I mean we try with sad cafe we try that Equally with with fans, people who contact us on Facebook, we reply to them. You know, we we and it works because you know it, it, people respect that. And 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 what does it take? A couple of minutes of your life, but it's made their day. Yeah, you know, and and and, and so it's it's that side of it is very is very important. Yeah, I um,
0: I've only started doing this really since lockdown as well. I've been to some of the big crime writing festivals and it doesn't matter who you talk to from someone that's just released their first book to Lee Child they're all the same you know Lee Child I met for the first time this year which was just like uh, and he was lovely people chatted you know and you know when sometimes you're talking to someone and they're like looking to see if they can find someone that they can escape yeah. to yeah. Lee Child gave us his full attention at three of us and he wasn't looking around he wasn't trying he was just chatting you know, and it's just like, you're one of the most famous authors in the world, and I can't believe you're chatting to us. I think he was talking about Birmingham. I think he grew up in Coventry, but I think he spent some time, and yeah. Yes,
2: yes.
0: It was unbelievable, and, you know, it it made my day, and and I'll never forget that, because it was amazing, you know, and I've loved his books since since I was a teenager, so yeah, it really is a lovely community. Well, it's,
1: it's, I think it's, (laughs) PR, isn't it? It's it's customer service. Yeah. End of the day, and and you know, you okay? You talk to somebody, and they'll go and buy your book. You know, if you yeah. if you're dismissive or you you're not interested, they won't.
2: Yeah.
1: So uh, it's it's you know, and going back, same same with the band. Um, those people who want to speak to us, are the people who will download our album or they'll buy our album as a cd or whatever and they'll come and buy concert tickets and 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 that's what it's all about that's that's how you make your living nowadays you know it's it's uh, it's, it's 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 hard going um I, as i say the the whole author thing is 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 new to me uh, i find it fascinating um i'm just getting into the promotion side of it um, I, I'm, I'm, I suppose I'm, I'm reasonably lucky because the café have got a big fan base, and I've, I've advertised the book on the, um, on one of our pages, so
2: um,
1: they, they've been buying the, the fans, have been buying the book, and um, bringing them to gigs for me to sign. Which,
2: which is,
1: uh, the other members of the band are a bit miffed that's the way it is but i've yet to really get into the um to the promotion side of it
0: um so you said that you've got one out so far so do you have a plan for the following or yeah, is that a plan releasing? So for releasing yeah, um,
2: uh, <laughs> yeah um andrew is actually andrew's reading
1: the second one, as we speak, it's called In Flames, and he's—I think he's talking about autumn release. So, um, and he's—he's he's already done the cover. He—he do, he doesn't. In fact, he's—he's do, he's done the cover for the first three. <laughs> he doesn't hang around when he gets going. So those are those are done. I've actually, you know, I'm proofreading all the time, like you do, um, but two in flames is is ready to go um a tough act of uh, no um one last encore is the third one and then uh, and that one is pretty well proofread um but there's a few you know you can always find something when you go through it again <laughs>
2: yeah
1: um, the the interesting thing that um that andrew uh, contacted me about recently is that um, Apple are bringing out a new series of um, talking books and they're using this um, AI to do it so I mean I had it down that I was going to do it myself and in fact I had a couple of uh, couple of people that I, I worked with who were going to do some of the characters with me Um and that is still a possibility, but I'm intrigued to hear what they do. Mm. Uh, you know, I'm not a fan of it. It doesn't work for me. It doesn't work in the music industry. Um, you know, it, they say, there's all these adverts saying like, "Oh, you know, we can do your jingles and with AI." No, you can't. You know, they 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 still sound to me robotic. You know, there's no feel, there's no, there's no soul in them. But obviously, jingle companies, people who are out to make a quick book, you know, cut corners, they'll use them. But um, I don't think you'll ever find it on a, on a hit album or something like that because because you can hear it, you know. But I, like I say, I'd be yeah. really interesting to to see what they come up with um, on on the book. Be yeah. um, be, be interesting i mean it it would be a would be a big undertaking to do it myself but I, I i do that sort of thing anyway i i'm i'm um i'm starting a on um on friday i'm starting a new podcast with a a guy that i used to work with on the local t v channel and we we used to we we were a bit like a double act um and we used to um we used to do whats on but with very tongue in cheek um so we we're actually launching a a podcast coming up it's called my my speedos are too tight
0: um, yes it, i saw that actually
1: yeah. <laughs> and it's gonna be um um yeah madness and mayhem uh, we're gonna um have a look at various uh various things that are going on and put our sense of humor across on them and the first one's about hotels and holidays in hotels so,
0: awesome.
1: Uh, we're recording that on Friday.
0: I'll send you the picture of my hotel in Brussels. It's definitely the weirdest hotel I've <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah,
0: it's called the Hotel Mozart, and they really went with the arty thing. But it was just—it was like a little garden, and then they of it with a fountain. It was odd.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, seriously, just weird. <laughs> Um, when you first sat down to start writing, you've obviously got the hang of writing and story and the characters. But was there anything you found more difficult than you expected?
1: Well, I think I think it was, yeah, it was imagining the characters. Um, it was getting the characters right in 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 my mind, because um, obviously, once you've got that character, you need to. <laughs> You need to have that, um, you need to know the character. Um, And, I mean, I remember seeing, I remember reading about the archers, how they have this massive uh, encyclopedia of, of every character that's ever been on the archers and every trait that they've got and every single thought that they ever have, because somebody along the line will go, no, no, they wouldn't have said that because they didn't like you know, they didn't like liver. They wouldn't have had liver and onions because they didn't like liver, you know, and that'll have been said like 10 years ago. But I was very aware of of you know how I was describing the characters and continuing it through um and not and not making any mistakes and thinking, you know, and I'm writing something, yeah, yeah, oh no, hang on a minute. No, she wouldn't have done that because you know she didn't like that or, or something. So yeah, that I think that was possibly the um, one of the hardest things. and, and also um, describing describing environments as well, as much as you want you want the person to who's reading it to ha- use their imagination um, you've still got to give them guidelines of, of what it is um you know and i was tra- I, I was talking about clubs and 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 the vibe in a club and and stuff like that um and it's interesting that people have said to me oh yeah i, I remember that club you, you know you they don't <laughs> but they think they do and i think maybe that I've, I've actually won that one over because they've identified with it you know but but it yeah that that side of it i'm i'm always very very aware of am i over describing or am i under describing you know and there's a i think there's a happy medium sometimes i read books and i think to myself oh god it's going on and on and on about something whereas you know it could be could have, maybe could have just made it in one sentence as opposed to three paragraphs you know
0: <laughs> yeah, or pages
1: yeah
0: think charles dickens is famous for that isn't it taking three pages to describe something
2: yeah, yeah. But
0: then he was getting paid by the word, so we can't really blame him again. <laughs> I would have as well. Um, do you have a favorite character? Um a, the most fun character you write actually, I should say, instead sort of a favorite, who's the most fun to
1: write? Hmm. Fun one. Mm. Um Well, in the in in the first book, there's there's um a club owner. Um he is uh He's actually based loosely on somebody that I worked with many, many years ago. Um, and uh, but there again, uh, it's not just one person um, because th- there was a there's two or three guys that I knew uh, and I worked with, and and I sort of mixed them all together and created one person. There's a lady called Janine who um, is a really feisty. Uh, character and becomes over the, the 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 books becomes more and more important and I've enjoyed I've enjoyed working with her um you know she's uh, she's good fun and then there's a musician uh Pete Peterson who's who's one of the main characters and um yeah I mean he somebody said to me oh is that is that autobiographical autobiographical um, no, it's not. But there's a lot of him in people that I've known, that I've worked with, and that I've experienced. And again, it's it's a load of stuff I've I've rolled into one. And um, uh, so yeah, he, he he was good. He was fun because I've I've sort of uh, I've gone through his career with him. And um, you know the ups and the downs and, and and whatever's happened. So yeah, he was he was he was good fun. He was good. And there's a great um, in in book uh, two, book three. There's um a lawyer, an American lawyer called Vonda Statzler, and uh, she, I, I, she's one of my favourites because she's this high-powered um, attorney, um, but every day she wears a different rock and roll T-shirt and a pair of jeans and and cowboy boots and so every every day when i describe her she's always got a different t-shirt on so that's been fun because i've researched all the t-shirts you know from sergeant pepper to Jimi hendrix to the beatles and you know all that sort of stuff so so she's fun she doesn't she doesn't (laughs) appear until about three but but then she she is quite a good character
0: and um, how did you
1: choose your character names? Yeah, well that's a difficult one, isn't it? Because um I try to make them original. Um and I try to not uh make them too obvious. And sometimes um like von der Statzler, for instance, um that took me quite a while to to get that, but I knew what I was after. It was just changing the letters. You know, and just making it feel right. Uh, Pete Peterson, yeah, he 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 sort of. Uh, I I just thought, at late sixties, early seventies, it was a sort of name that you you would you would uh, you would associate. So um, uh, the 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 um, club owners called Jerry for Jerry Fortuna and um again i messed around with the letters to 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 get it right um until it it sort of to me it sat right you know to me jerry fortuna he's a he's a high powered um businessman he's very tough but he's he's also very caring and and so yeah it, it, you know it was um I, I i there was um a record label and um, I wanted to, uh, I want because Pete Peterson signs to this record label, so I wanted to come up with a name, and that took me ages to find one that didn't already exist. I was googling like mad, you know, and things. Oh, every time I come up with a great name, you know, no, 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 somebody's got. It. But I eventually found this. Um, it's called Westoria Records, um, and it's actually, and and funnily enough, I've, I've just finished. Um, uh, an album with a, a friend of mine. We, we wrote it together. Um, she's a singer called Sissy Stone. She was actually at the the um, the doing in Birmingham with me. Um, and I've formed a company, a record label, and we've called it Westoria Records, just to you know keep <laughs> it in context. Um, but That took me a while to get right because whatever I put in, it, it, there was a company called that. You know so, but now I've got that, so that's that's my little uh, that's my little able. I love that,
0: and that's a, a bit of an easter egg as well, in some ways, isn't it? You know, it's, now
1: you've actually done it, then yeah. Well, one of my plans is to because going further on in the books, um, I, I, one of the guys releases an album, and I'm toying with the idea at the minute of actually writing. And recording the song that's in the book, and releasing it on, you know, and seeing what happens.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, why not? And it's easier to do it now than ever, isn't it? So, it is. yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's the album that, that Sissy and I have just finished, I, I actually wrote on this laptop. You know, in in this corner because I've got all my all my system is here, so. Uh, you know it's 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 a it's remarkable what can be done now, it, it, it just is it is amazing, and uh, you know, technology is fantastic. That I think the one the one thing about technology, though, so if if you the day you rely on it is the day that it will bring you down, um, you know, you've always got to have plan B, <laughs> yeah. whatever that will be, especially in music, um, you know, the one thing about I, I use computers to to compose music but i can play most of what i use it just so happens it's easier to do it on computer sometimes and yeah
0: <laughs> i always swore i'd never get rid of my cds because you know all this technology what if it all broke down and then it's like they take up space and i use them so did I really keep them but then what if the internet does implode one day and all my music and all my photos and everything will yeah, disappear yeah. so <laughs> yeah <laughs> that would we good um when you're editing or uh, when you're big readers reading your book what words or phrases do you most overuse
1: <laughs> overused
0: yeah what do you get shouted at for <laughs>
1: yeah Andrew, what did he say there was a phrase that I used? I can't remember what it was now, but Andrew pointed it out. Andrew Spartan. and he said, "He said I'm not objecting to it, but he said all I'm doing is telling you that it does crop up quite a lot, <laughs> uh, which, which yeah, made me more aware. I mean, I do, um, I do go to great lengths to. Uh, I hate repetition." Um, and I I I am sort of in I'm into my uh thesaurus all the time because you know if there's another way of saying it or is another word you can use uh, I I just I can't believe sometimes when I'm reading um other books and and they'll the repetition in a in a in a paragraph is is outrageous mm-hmm. you know and I'm thinking could somebody not that pointed it out to you but but maybe they haven't had a proofreader or something i don't know i know the i know the girl who proofread the first book was very hot on that and uh you know she she pointed out a few things that she said no mm, well, no you could have you could have said that a little bit better and i, I you know i i learned very quickly from uh, when people say things like that you know i take it on board very quickly <laughs>
2: yeah
0: yeah everyone has their phrases and their words yeah. and i mean often it's just and a lot of people have their characters nodding a lot or, or shaking their head or silly things that until someone else reads it and points it out they just don't notice and i think i love it it's hilarious and it tells you a lot about their personality i think obviously the first thing i think for their character to do is nod or whatever yeah just <laughs> just
1: i think just was yeah. one of the words that andrew pointed out
0: yeah it just, usually is uh, yeah about ninety percent of authors I speak to, are just so you not yeah. just need to get rid of it, just stop using it.
2: Yeah, yeah. Simple as.
0: Templars. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, do you have any plans beyond Book Five? Obviously, it's quite a way off. but
1: <laughs> No, I do. I've actually, I've actually got a lot of ideas down. Um, I, I was, I was planning on Book Five being the end because it does have quite a a drastic ending <laughs> um it doesn't pull any punches it's like that you know a, a big ending um but like with all the others I, I i i left it slightly open so that there was a continuation um and i i wrote an epilogue which um in fact Sissy, who, who I mentioned before she she proofreads for me and she said you you're into another book with this you know it's too long you know you, you why why have you gone to all that because most of what you're saying that's the first chapter of your next book you know you you, you should have finished it there that's enough and then that's the cliffhanger and then that's the the oh my god i want what what happens next sort of thing so um i shortened that and and that went into the um the first chapter of the of book 6 but um what i'm trying to do is because I I, I I sort of um, the the first whatever it takes baby, is is um is in the uk sort of based in in the uk but in flames um they go to america so um uh, but they come back it's it's not all in the states it, they they do come back um, so what i'm trying to do is have on book six even though there's a lot of things going on in the states i want to bring it back to the uk um because uh there's there's a couple of really interesting um ideas i've got that uh need to be in in the UK for it, for it to work so um yeah I've started on that to be honest I've got that much going on at the minute <laughs> um it's it's one of those things I wake up in the middle of the night and I'll, I'll and I'll write a chapter or I just a few paragraphs or something just to get the ideas down um, but I've got uh we, we're recording some new, new material with sad cafe at the minute um, we are we're promoting um the new album that I did with sissy and i'm doing some um promo videos for that so it's it's um it's a case of scheduling what uh, you know what i'm doing i mean the the, the gigs with sac cafe are ongoing we we do probably two or three a month um which is which is great keeps you ticking over um but i i don't sit around and do nothing. Yeah. I hate that. <laughs> I, I, I'm always thinking of things. I mean, before I before you, you contacted me, I've been researching there was an idea I wanted to put in a video that I'm doing. So I've been on I've been on YouTube and I've, I've done a tutorial this morning on this <laughs> this particular it was an explosion that I wanted to use. And um so yeah I just I I just do that all the time, you know. My computer is not for Amazon and, and eBay. You know that's. Uh, in fact, the only time I use it for Amazon and e- is if I need a new plug or a, I need a new cable or something. Other than that, it's it's it does what it's supposed to do.
0: You know. Yeah, I was I'm just finishing reading a book. But that's what I do. I just read constantly, pretty much, because I, I have so many books to read. Because I blog.
1: I, I read, <laughs> um, read at, at night. Um, I'm just reading the new Joe Nesbo, um, who I really like. But I, I love Michael Connolly as well, and and and, and Bosch. His series on on TV, Bosch the the production of it was was superb. Uh, you know, it's on it's on Amazon, isn't it? So it was on. I think I think it's on this new Amazon um, channel. But it, it looks so good. know the 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 production values and 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 they're quite faithful to the storylines, which is something i really like um and i (laughs) i've got a friend i i I, many many years ago i I worked um for a company in banbury called audio motion and we did motion capture um and and i i was the audio in, in the motion capture so i had my own studio we did sound effects and voiceovers. Robbie Williams came in and did stuff, and um, various sort of junk called Shaw and um, people like that. Um, and the guy who I worked with there, um, I lost touch with him for quite a few years. And turns out he's moved to America and he contacted me via LinkedIn. And he's now working on a motion picture that um, is all CGI. And it's incredible. I mean, he sent me a couple of little snips from it that are just stunning. Um, and he's asking me now, would I be interested in doing the soundtrack for it? So <laughs> that looks like I'll be doing that next year, possibly. They've got Jerry Bruckheimer interested in it. Wow. So it's it's like moving, it's movers and shakers. Um, so that's Something that might be quite interesting, and they and they also want one of the songs that Sissy and I have written um, for it. So, so yeah, that's um, as if I haven't got anything else to do.
0: <laughs> yeah, good luck fitting that in.
1: <laughs> yeah. But how I, could you
0: possibly say no to an opportunity like that as yeah. well? Like yeah. that's a once in a lifetime thing. I would Absolutely, it.
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh it's it's just one of those things, you know. Um, Oh what! I'm I'm quite excited about this new ideas that I've got for this book. Uh, I haven't got a title for it yet, but it's um, it's 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 tickling my fancy. You know what I mean? I I I I, I can wake up at night and I'm thinking, oh yeah, you should do that. And, oh, and and I've got a couple of really good names for people, and and uh, so yeah, that's that's.
0: You've got the bug. That's what's happened.
1: Yeah, it is. I, I, you know, and as I said before, I, it, I would have never thought, never thought. Um, yes, it's a whole new experience of, uh, of, of a different, a different sort of creativity. You know, so, so- um,
0: do you have any plans for promoting a new one in the autumn? Or have you not got that far about thinking about that yet?
1: <laughs> no, I mean, not, I'm getting. I'm getting lots of people who've who've read the first one saying, "When's the f- when's the next one out?" Which is nice. they are very be...
0: demanding as this. especially <laughs> yeah. people that can read quickly. We're like, "Come on, what's like? Yeah, it's been yeah. months now, but we read this in like six hours." <laughs>
1: well, <I've>, uh, <laughs> a lot of people have said it's a, the first one's a great holiday read. So, um, <laughs> and I've had about half a dozen Sad Café fans saying, "Like, bought your book, taking it on holiday." um and 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 three of them have already come back and said wow when's the next one out you know so uh obviously i'm getting something right you know with the uh you know with the cliffhanging ending and and cheeky things like that um yeah i'm 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 looking at ways i mean it's it's um music's I'm not saying it's easy, but it, it's logical for me how how to promote it. You know, you do a gig or you do a video or, or that. The books are a bit more tricky, I think. Um, I've got to figure out ways. I mean, I think once I get, say, the second one out and then maybe even the third one out, it will start to come together because you'll be able to you know even if you say the third one somebody picks up the third one oh there's two before oh wow you know and, and they'll they'll go back so um and yeah I mean I'll keep I'll keep plugging it on the, the Sad Cafe stuff. Um I've read that you know libraries about approaching libraries um and uh things like that and there's this one uh one of my fans said that she'd um She'd do a like a a, know, a signing or something in a in a, a local shop. So I don't know where that is though. So, but you know, yeah, early days yet, really.
0: Yeah, libraries. I've met a couple of authors in libraries that have done little events. I've been to a little bookshop near me and met. They've done an event with three authors. So. Yeah, definitely. And they'll support you massively, better than the people right. like about Waterstones and stuff. You can do stuff with Waterstones. They're pretty good with authors and um, releases and stuff. So, And then social media, of course.
1: Well, <laughs> social media, yeah, obviously is is really important. I'm just just to uh, show you my book.
0: Ah, yes. I was going to ask if you had one. <laughs> That's an awesome cover. I love that
1: yeah andrew has got this um i think it's him and a um a lady who does it does his covers for him and um they're really uh, when he sent that to me i couldn't believe it you know i mean i'd never I'd never had any thoughts about a cover um and and they just came up with that and and it was just wow fantastic and and they've done the same with with uh, in flames as well that's uh, so yeah Interesting.
0: Interesting. Do you have any goals as an author? Is there anything you, you particularly want to achieve?
1: I would. Um. Again, it's something that a few people have told me. I would love to see it made into a film, or maybe not a film, maybe a a, a TV series or something like that. I kind of write like that. You know, I I think in terms of. Of dialogue and, and um how it in, in my mind I'm looking at people talking and, and where they are in the scene and, and what you know what would happen. And I try and make it believable so so it would translate to to being filmed. Um I've got I've I've got into filming recently because um, I've been doing all these promos and and things like that and and when I was at the local TV channel, you know we did we, we did quite a lot of things like that so I'm very aware of of um how things look and, and I visualize things and I visualize scenes that um I, I I would like to think that that um you know but obviously until I've got say two or three, that's the sort of time to because it, it the, the first thing that anybody's going to say is always is there any is there any more? Well, if I've got three bu- books that have been published, yes, there are. <laughs> you know and 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 the good thing is it's the story that continues. so it's they're not disjointed. they they they, they do link together. Yeah,
0: it sounds I must admit from what you said it sounds like they plans like perfectly. Um, yeah probably more to a tv series like Netflix series and stuff but it does sound like I would make a really fun series so yeah hopefully that happens I'd love to see that
1: yeah me too
0: <laughs> then you've pretty much covered like everything in a sort of arty industry except for maybe painting perhaps you could give that a go just to make sure you have the whole package
1: <laughs> no can't paint
0: well, at least you give given some others out there a I chance. I can't draw, and I can't paint.
1: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, that's, that's, the one, that's the one area <laughs> i <I'm>
0: totally
1: <laughs> useless, that, is, is painting and drawing.
0: Well, at least there is some fault there. At least, you know, you give others a chance.
1: <laughs> I paint with music.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's perfect. That's what we want anyway, music is everything. So, I don't know a maybe. Um... I don't think I have any more questions for you, unless you think there's anything really obvious that I haven't asked you that you want to tell us about.
1: No, I think we've pretty much covered it, haven't we? So, sure.
0: um,
1: it's uh, it's it's wonderful to be able to talk about uh about the book. Um, there's lots of other things I do. I've got um, I've got a YouTube channel, um, Des Tong TV, and um when i was at the local tv channel i did a series called life stories um which came about by chance really the guy who was the main um person at the channel started doing this series but they they were quite serious there was a you know a auschwitz survivor and a Ninety-two-year-old wing walker and and a blind marathon runner and and they were fantastic, but the, somebody said, "Can you not do a bit of entertainment? Can we not have a bit of you know?" And so he turned to me, and obviously because you know my background, and he said, "Who can I get?" And I suggested this guy, um, who was like one of the big names in Birmingham, who, who organises like jazz festivals and used to manage Black Sabbath um and who i knew so we booked him to to come the next day and when i got to the studio the, the the guy said to me said i can't do it um he said i don't know him but you do so you do it and uh, so i had to go out and buy a shirt <laughs> and i had to an razor, and uh and tidy myself up and this guy came in and we we basically it wasn't an interview we basically sat there and chatted about what we knew and who we knew and what we'd done and everything and at the end of it everybody said wow do another so um my second guest was a guy called brian travers who was the sax player with the ub40 who was a, a very old friend Sadly, no longer with us. But Brian, Brian was an interviewer's dream because, um, like me, he never shuts up. <laughs> and so you ask him one question, and he would just continue until you stop him. And what you'd have to do is you have to wait for him to take a breath, and then dive in with the next question. <laughs> and so we did that, and I and it just started it snowball. Now basically, I was going through my little black book and and inviting people that I knew. Um, um, you know, people well, Jasper Carrot came on and um, Bev Bevan, who I mentioned before, um, and um, oh, so just some amazing people from the entertainment industry. Um, they're all on this uh YouTube channel, and to date, I think there's I've had half a million views of the series, wow. so it's quite um, it was great fun you know uh, paul carrick came on and and paul carrick had sung on a Sacafé album that i was producing and so we knew each other i, th- I think what i tried to do was it, it it wasn't like question answer it was just a conversation because we already knew each other there wasn't there was no sort of grey areas it was just like oh mate oh yeah, nice to see you again and or i'd played with them or you know things like that so um, yeah, it's and I'm still getting comments on it from various people that you know they obviously if you type in Paul Carrick the interview at some point will come come up on the on the chain. So uh, and that was great fun. I I, I really enjoyed that. Um, so that's Des TV. TV uh, and the Sad Cafe thing. Um, the the Westoria Records has got this this album that I've done with Sissy coming out, so uh, yeah, and then and then the books. So Andrew, I, I say Andrew says that I think he's talking about autumn, so that probably be October, September, October time. I know yeah. he's I know he's reading it now, so um, so that should be the next one.
0: Yeah, well, let me know and I'll promote it in my group and stuff as well and give a link and stuff. Do you want to hold up your first one again so people can see yes, what yeah. they can go buy after they watch this? It's
2: on Amazon.
1: you see that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah on Amazon. Perfect. Well, it's a bit coming up for a bit late for holidays, but perfect holiday read. Um, And uh, yeah, there we are.
0: Right. Well, thank you very much. It's been an absolute
1: pleasure. And uh, my My pleasure indeed. Lovely to meet you again.
0: You
2: too.